Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about emotional momentum. Hi friends, what's up? Welcome to the podcast today. I hope you guys are having a beautiful, wonderful week. I have a confession for y'all today. <laughs> Last week, I got super emotional. <laughs> over like the absolute dumbest thing. (laughs) I'm not going to go into details on it, but if you guys have ever seen like the videos of pregnant women crying because they didn't get the french fries they wanted, it was like on that level of emotional. (laughs) And I've been, I guys, I've done so much work on my myself and my emotions and thoughts that like I generally, a lot of times my, my emotions feel very manageable to me. I don't get crazy intense anxiety or overwhelming feelings anymore. A lot of my emotions are very mild. And that is due to all the work I've done on myself. But I really just got me thinking (laughs) about emotional momentum and how we tend to build and escalate our emotions. So... In this moment where I got really emotional, I had a lot of awareness of I knew this is one of those moments where I could really blow this out of proportion. And in the past, I 100% would have done that. And now I'm way more in a mindset of being able to sit with those bigger emotions that might feel so scary. And it doesn't become this deep, dark hole that I feel so stuck in. For the longest time, I would not let myself feel emotions or acknowledge them. I'd always push them away because I was afraid of getting swallowed up in them. And I know for many of you, this is the fear is if I let myself have negative emotions, then I might be stuck in them. Then I might feel them forever. Then it might be like all consuming. But this same, this very attitude towards emotions and pushing and shoving them away is actually what causes them to build. Like I remember I would just shove my emotions down, shove them down, and then eventually would just have like a day, a month, or two days where I would just be bawling and like the world was falling apart. And then I'd put myself together and (laughs) just keep moving on. And and this was even really before relationship anxiety Though certainly this relationship to my emotions, I think, is probably what helped feed my experience with relationship anxiety and creating it in the first place. But I would shove them down, shove them down until finally there'd be this big outburst and release of them. And that moment where it feels so uncontrollable and like you're stuck and lost in them. And so that is the problem when we treat our emotions like that is a lot of times it does lead to these outbursts where we feel like we are losing control and like we're so helpless with them. So today I want to talk to you guys kind of about those moments because with relationship anxiety, there are a lot of feelings that come up that we don't know how to navigate. We have a lot of shame over and we need to be able to address these feelings 
in a way that doesn't necessarily build them to this explosive point, as well as knowing how to navigate the emotions when they do get to that point. Because let's be honest, we're human and it does happen. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Because when we're dealing with all these feelings, I think a lot, a lot of times, especially when you're new to navigating relationship anxiety, you might have a lot of these moments where you're just breaking down and feeling like it's too much or just feeling totally discouraged or hopeless and feeling stuck in that. So I think of our emotions as they are kind of like a snowball. And often our emotions tend to start as something really small or simple. So it might start as a moment of just feeling some agitation. Maybe a moment of feeling a little bit of boredom. And we have these feelings and they start small, like a small snowball, but then we start worrying about it. We start analyzing it and they begin to roll down the hill and it starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It starts picking up speed and it feels out of control. This is emotional momentum. Now it happens with positive and negative emotions where we can start with this little bit of emotion and then it grows really big um, to stronger negative emotions but or positive. But a lot of times negative emotions, for whatever reason as humans, they tend to be the ones that we really grow and really focus on. So, you know, what this might look like is maybe you have a moment of feeling a little bit annoyed with your partner because they are checking their phone and you wanted them to be more focused on what you were saying. So you feel a little bit irritated by that. Um, but then you start creating this whole story about how they might just always be on their phone in the future and they might never ever pay attention to you and and who are they possibly texting? There might be another woman that that he's texting. And, and on and on. So now we go from this little bit of irritation to feeling mad, to feeling angry, to feeling jealous, to feeling complete intense anxiety and panic. We might get to the point where now we are actually looking for evidence to justify this massive emotional snowball we have. So we might be like checking his phone and looking for evidence that he's cheated on us because we're actually kind of wanting to be right and feel justified about all of these feelings that we've built up within ourselves. Or perhaps we have a moment where we're just hanging out with our partner and we just feel a little bit bored. We're just kind of not having the most fun. And then our brain starts going, oh my gosh, why do I feel bored? I shouldn't feel bored. Something must be wrong. Maybe this means you don't really love her. Maybe this means that something's gone wrong. And now you take that boredom to maybe frustration with her for not being more fun or entertaining. Or you might become more just anxious and then eventually panicked 
all starting with just a little bit of boredom. Now, here's the thing. As much as we may dislike those very intense, very powerful and overwhelming negative emotions for us, we also want to stay in them. <laughs> now, you might think I sound a little bit crazy here. So like, what are you talking about? I, the last thing I want is to feel more panic or anger, like it's awful. But in the moment when our emotions are so intense, it's almost a little bit like a toddler that is just having a tantrum and losing their mind. <laughs> it's like they don't necessarily want to be comforted in that moment. A part of them is just like they're upset and this is what's happening for them and they kind of want to be mad about it. So as much as we maybe don't really like those moments and we don't want to feel that, in the moment it's so much easier and natural to stay with the momentum of your negative emotion than trying to change it. So I think of it almost like if you think of a boulder rolling down a hill you know, if you're trying to stop it, it's going to be a lot harder to like brace yourself and block it than to just let it roll. Now, is it going to crash into something? Is it going to get out of control if you let it keep going? For sure. But being able to stand there and stop that, that boulder is harder initially. It's a little bit easier to just let it keep going, right? So this is something we see in our physical world. Newton's first law of motion talks about how an object in motion stays in motion, same speed, same direction, unless acted upon by an outside force. So our emotions are so similar to that, which is when we start spiraling in our head and making it mean all of these things about our relationship and worrying about the future and how we're always going to feel like this and oh my gosh, we start, we're basically pushing it. And we're that outside force making it move even faster, right? And we have to be willing to help kind of slow the emotion down. And what that looks like is one, not escalating it with all of our thoughts and giving them so much meaning. Of being able to recognize a moment of agitation is just a moment of agitation. That a moment of boredom is just a moment of boredom. And a moment of anxiety is just a moment of anxiety. And we don't have to make it mean all of these big things. Now, a lot of times our first reaction when we start having this negative emotion that's building and building within us is, we want to start, like, we try to hurry and flip it to be positive. So we try and hurry and think positive, or maybe we might do some quick breathing exercises or meditate or whatever to try and hurry and get the anxiety to go away, or tell ourselves all these amazing things about our partner. But our emotions are already kind of moving in this negative direction, and we're trying to, like, shove it the complete opposite way and get it rolling the other way, and that just doesn't work. If anything, what that tends to do is it tends to actually build our negative emotions 
even more. So when you notice you're in this space of your emotions feel out of control, is being able to, one, recognize it. We got to have awareness around when does this tend to happen for you. If you know you're someone that you tend to have these like feeling uncontrollable outbursts of emotion, is being able to recognize like, okay, when I'm tired, I tend to be more emotional or when I have not eaten or it's consistently this time of the month around my period a few days before I notice like anxiety crazy overwhelming so having some awareness of those physical cues for you um so for me the other week recognizing like my emotions are way out of whack here was knowing I had not gotten a lot of sleep the two nights before, so I kind of had awareness of like, okay, my emotions might be a little more heightened. And I was kind of watching what my brain was doing. And I noticed my brain was jumping from thing to thing that was small and looking for something to get upset about. It was like literally just scanning every aspect of my day and my life and trying to find something to hold on to. Like, I kid you not, I even noticed as my husband and I were leaving the house and I pushed the garage door button to shut it, I literally was about to bawl that the garage door button did not work initially. (laughs) I know, it's so stupid. This is our brains though, guys, so being vulnerable here, but having that awareness of, oh, like just being able to watch yourself of, okay, look, I'm noticing physically, I'm feeling a little bit off. I'm noticing my brain jumping from thing to thing to thing, looking for a problem. There's some cues for me. So having that awareness and even being able to communicate that, which I did of like, hey, babe, just so you know, this is kind of where my emotions are at right now. So I might try to grab onto any little thing to get upset about, like just so he was aware. And eventually I did end up crying and just kind of letting out all of that emotion But what I found was that because I was able to know, okay, like here's kind of what's going on for me, being able to just watch my brain look for problems and release the feeling, it didn't become this big thing that I got stuck in. It didn't mean anything huge. It was just, okay, here's the emotion I'm experiencing right now. So if you are going into it with having that awareness I think that we can even be able to process that feeling of letting yourself cry and not making it mean all of these things, owning it for yourself, and it doesn't even necessarily have to snowball. But let's say like you have gotten to that point where this emotion has snowballed and you're just feeling so hopeless. You can't get yourself out of bed. You are having a hard time wanting to try to do anything to make yourself feel better or you are frantically, frantically, frantically trying to get the anxiety to go away, but you just are feeling even more panicked, even more stuck in it. This is where our emotions have escalated more. We haven't really allowed ourselves to just kind of feel them and process them. We are like really building them. It's not just like the moment of anxiousness or sadness and we feel it, we move on. It's we've made it a very big feeling and we've added a lot of negative emotion to it. 
So this is a beautiful moment to do something small and simple. This is not the time to try to talk positive to yourself. This is not the time to try to fix all of your problems or apply every single tool you've ever learned. I want you to do one simple little thing for yourself to take care of you. Because when you are in that mode, in that state, again, a part of us wants to stay stuck in it. Because just because that's the natural momentum of our feeling. So we have to do something to start shifting it. We have to do something to start slowing it down. And so what that might look like is maybe it's just, okay, I am going to go on a walk. I am going to take some big breaths. I'm going to call a friend. For me, it looked like, okay, I'm going to take some minute, some time to do some yoga and let myself just breathe and relax. It could look like doing something soothing, like taking a bath or getting your hair done. Just one little baby step of something that just makes you feel slightly better. Not trying to make you feel positive, but again, just trying to slow the roll of that negative emotion and momentum that we've built up. Often what that looks like is doing something physically for your body. So again, working out, yoga, breathing, stretching, dancing, Because when we're in that very heightened emotional state, what's happened is your nervous system is dysregulated. And it's very hard as much as we want to be in our heads. Most of us that are very anxious, we like overthinking things. But when our emotions are at such an escalated level, that part of your brain that has rationale and has logic is actually kind of turned off right now. It's not fully functioning. And so, again, like trying to rationalize with a toddler, you're not going to go very far. And so one of the best things we can do is just offer something simple and small that feels good to start calming our nervous system. So I think about um, (laughs) my nephew was um, wanting to go play in the snow. And they went outside to play in the snow and he pretty immediately got upset that it was cold outside. And then he was all bundled up. He just was mad that it was cold <laughs> as snow is. So proceeds to, wants to go back inside and throws a fit inside until he starts realizing he can play and starts finding something new to direct his energy into. So I think toddlers are an amazing example of when they have big emotions, they don't judge themselves for it after the fact. They let themselves feel it and then they move on. Whereas I think part of the reason we get so stuck in our negative emotions for days is because we carry so much shame and judgment and we make it mean something is so wrong with us or our relationship for allowing ourselves to feel that way. Versus a little kid just lets themselves really experience it 
And then they move on to the next thing. So making room for like, yes, this is what I'm feeling right now. Like acknowledge whatever the emotion it is. Name it. Welcome it in. Give it permission to be there. And do something to slightly calm your body. Make sure that your basic physical needs are being taken care of. Because when we're in a heightened emotional state, that's one of those things we tend to neglect. And it's one of those things that our body needs the most. If we provide our body with the natural basic needs it it has, and we're not mentally spinning out about the feeling and making it this big thing, your body naturally knows how to process this emotion. It naturally knows how to move through it. But when we are fighting it and pushing it down, or we're judging and shaming ourselves for it, or we're just neglecting ourselves when it's there, we're not giving our body the tools it needs to let this emotion slow down as it naturally would. So I want to invite you guys this week to practice as these little small emotions come up, to recognize them, to welcome them in, to acknowledge your agitation, your moments of anxiety, your moments of boredom. And in those moments where it has escalated and it has gotten really intense, is take one small baby step in the right direction. So not trying to hurry and fix it all or feel better, but just take one tiny step, something to calm your body, to slowly start getting momentum in the other direction. To slow the roll of your emotion. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. You have a beautiful week. We'll talk next week.